FBI Radio and Fire Up are proud to present a glittering new season celebrating the barbaric ballet that we call Rugby League. You must feel pretty confident with that uh, additional bulk he's put on. Now watch the defence, it'll be fairly uh, violent I would imagine. Now the gladiators, Hoppawati with the left forearm. Was as nasty as we've seen for a long time. A little bit out of character. He's a very clean player. Manly slumped to eighth on the ladder. Uh, it's just rubbing salt into the worm. You can see the head clash there. Oh, very nasty. The crowd love it. They've all taken their angry pills. Smashes him to ground. The one-handed pass back inside. With a delicate kick. And he smacked their bottoms with a beautiful bit of football early. Thank you. Another little slanging match. He's only five metres from the line. And he's hurt on the bird. He runs into a wall. Certainly got some forearm in it for some damage done to him with a boot or a knee. But my heavens, he's really bleeding. He's come out of it very much the worse for wear. Bleeding like a stuck pig out there. And the crowd's starting to go wild. Intercepted. Shows it. Goes outside. Dead steps again. Steps again. He gets it down. It is a try. Yes, it's a try. It's a sad sad commentary on the mentality of some of the idiots that follow Australian sport. Now, please welcome your muscle-bound maestro, Stephen Ferris and Chris Gale. As they fire up. You know, Chris, i, I got to give credit every time, and it's been 2004, what are the maths, 2016 years, wow. hearing Rex Mossop mixed with a little bit of Strauss. It gets my blood moving every single Friday during the rugby league season. Stephen, if Iggy Pop is the godfather of punk, yeah. Rex Mossop is the godfather of Australian rugby league commentators, mm-hmm. and he is the giant on whose shoulders all others stand. Yeah, who would, who would come? Who's snapping at his heels? Who are the greats? Yeah. A lot of people think Vossi's too hypercharged hyper these days. What do you think? I think he's great. I, look, I mean... My, Grabs? My, well, struck match between Vossi and Warren Smith. They're my go-to guys. But I'm having a lot of arguments with people. Like when... You know when Shane Warne was coming towards the end of his career and you... you Has he? Well, <laughs> cr- cr- on-field cricket career. Yeah, yeah. And you were sort of going, oh, you know, I've got to go see this movie or whatever. You're going, no, hang on, I better watch him bowl now because it might be over soon. <laughs> I feel that same way about Ray Warren at the moment. Yeah, and a lot of yeah. people say, oh, I don't like him. I said... What, How could what? you not like Ray Warren? Warren is quality yeah. and uh, we'll miss him when he's gone because yeah. Lord knows I miss Rex Mossop, Stephen. As you can just hear there. Now, look, uh, talking about angry pills, um, we're in the final series. They start with eight. There's two down. Uh, one of those winners from last week, they looked to me like they were on angry pills. I'm talking about Melbourne Storm. How angry did they look and how fierce and competitive did they look, Chris? They've been baking in that North Co- – well, not North Queensland, but that Sunshine Coast Queensland sun for just a little too long now because they're used to the Melbourne cold, Stephen. Yes. And uh, their temperature's rising and their blood is boiling. Yeah, they were on fire. Okay, so two down. Cronulla and Newcastle barely put up a fight, really. I was reflecting to you earlier this morning is we always talk about the currency of rugby league being hope, hate, whatever. Yeah. And certainly, as far as the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks are concerned, you've on record are systematically despising them for decades. Yeah. Right? yeah, and happy to see them go. But this season when they, you know, sort of annexed your home ground, yes. Cogra Jubilee. Yes, yes. And uh, sort of defiled everything that the Dragons stood for. Mm. You, didn't get, <laughs> you weren't that angry. And I suggest it's because... 
when Gao stopped playing for the Sharks, mm-hmm. we all lost our mm-hmm. major reason to dislike them. Mm-hmm. And so they haven't sunk low enough for me to feel for them just yet, Chris. True, <laughs> true. But you're somewhat indifferent, if not ambivalent, yes, towards yes. the Sharks. And, and it all it barely raised a blip on your radar when they disappeared yeah. after their brave uh, start. Yeah. Uh, against uh, uh, the Raiders there's last a, weekend. There's a reason why they call it Tom Ugly's Bridge, Chris. <laughs> 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 and uh, for all those at the Shire, hello, we love you. It's not your fault, really. You know, Can the I decision say, was made way back when, you know, 60, 67, I think it was. 67 yeah. it was. Can I just say that the Shire is the heartland of Australian Rugby League, Stephen? <laughs> is that right? And as far as the Newcastle Knights are concerned, yeah. whose you know, greatest contribution to the modern game has been the name Bradman Best. Yes. Uh, they again also leapt out of the... Not the Johns trio. No. Daniel, Matty, Andrew. <laughs> what about Cooper now and, and, the, and the other kid? And the other kid, yeah. Um, uh, is it Max? No. Uh, you know, like all the underdogs last weekend in the first round of the semifinals, they leapt out of the gates early yeah. and then they faded. And I think the Knights jumped to might have been a 14-0 lead, but then unfortunately uh, around a, a drop ball, Mitchell mm. Pierce did something really, really stupid, which is sort of suggested that Cody Walker headbutt him. And as the commentators pointed out during the coverage, you shouldn't poke the bear. Well, in fact, the actual analogy is you shouldn't poke the rabbit. No, no. Because after that, it was all one-way traffic. Okay. Now, we've got uh, two games this weekend. We've got the, uh, the the Chooks versus the Raiders, the grand final replay. And does that suggest, that, uh, correct my, my lineage here, but does that mean that the Roosters go on to play uh, Melbourne? Correct. So neither, one of them are out. Full, that's it. We will not get yeah. a Roosters Storms Grand Final wow. in 2020. That's exciting news. That is <laughs> that tremendous. Is worth it, yeah. <laughs> that, I tell you, I've got a bit of a pep in my step as yeah. a result of that. Peter Volandis is planning things great. This is good. By the and way, then, can I just say quick, very quickly, yeah. Roosters versus Raiders, subtitled Seniors versus Immigrants. Be- Seniors versus Immigrants. Because the Roosters, that's an interesting concept, Chris. To describe the Roosters roster as ageing is actually underestimating what's how old they are. Yeah. You know? Yeah. How old's Orbo? 40? <laughs> he's safe, though. He's, a, he's commonsensical. Can I tell you this about Mitch Orbo? He's a good man. Treme- you- tremendous club man. Tremendous club man. <laughs> and a family man, too. And as far as I can see, yeah. what what the, the, the Raiders have morphed into the English Rugby League national side. Is that right? There what are about, more coming is, next is year. Is it What's his name? Nickel Klockstad. Klockstad. Well, he allegedly is from New Zealand, but I think, you know, <laughs> via Huddersfield. Yes, right. Okay. Yeah, they're an interesting mob, aren't they? And how did that end up that way? Well, if you're... Ricky used to be able to recruit from other areas like Queensland and so forth, but mm. then, of course, the storms just roll over that particular yeah. piece left? of territory. So what was left was yeah. to go international. Yeah. You can go to Cootamundra and you go to Moree and then that's it. And, you know, and he, of course, he promised all these English players a better climate. <laughs> they didn't realise what it's like in Canberra <laughs> yeah. during winter. And then the occasional bushfire comes <laughs> through. <laughs> that's right. Uh, look, uh, and then it's Parramatta versus Rabbit. Let's hear from the Parramatta coach, Brad Archer, Arthur, after last week's game, shall we? Brad, that was brave performance considering what you had to go through. Yeah, look, it was, it was tough. Um, showed plenty of character. Yeah, it was brave. It's just dumb. Some key moments, big moments at critical time. Well, you know, Chris, one could say that about the Anzacs. You know, <laughs> they were let in, dumb, you know. I'm uh, not saying they were dumb. I'm saying the decision to put them in there by the English is probably dumb, but brave. S- well, no not, question. No, no, and not smart. Not you know, no questioning the bravery, no, no. but the wisdom yeah. of the powers that be uh, in terms of that particular campaign, and yeah. perhaps the uh, the callous disregard for 
the lives of our finest, Stephen. Is oh, that, my it, grandfather was there, Chris. Not well, in Anzac, but in France. But right, you know, yeah. Right, and and I mean, you know, seriously, body lines only the sharp edge of all this. <laughs> yes. And no, and, and no wonder we find ourselves. I don't know how you're feeling. You know, a few hours out from kickoff. And even though as a part of my community, community service order, I have to go to Roosters games, I was really settling into the... What f- did you do wrong to get that job <laughs> or that punishment, Chris? Let, let, me t- let me tell you, it was either that or 300 hours of community service. So <laughs> you can sort of see the gravitas of what I did yeah. or the gravity. Is, is I find myself... I was very, very comfortable that I didn't want the Roosters to win again, right? You know, two is enough. Two is enough, right. yeah. But then I start thinking, well, Canberra is the English rugby league team and what did they do to our boys at Gallipoli, Stephen? Yeah, they weren't very helpful, were they, Chris? They weren't. No. So, okay, so the, the, the thing that Brad Arthur is pushing is they were brave but dumb. It doesn't say anything about whether they were actually good football players, of course, but I'm assuming dumb means not very good football players, so dumb between the years, not eyes up footy, not smart footy, and I want to part with all decisions relating to rugby league this weekend, if we could. Mm. Uh, with respect to the Chooks, they're led by uh, Robbo, the great Robbo, the, uh, the, uh, the visionary. The Renaissance man. The Renaissance man. Look at the sophisticate, uh, the man of the world, cultured. He brings ideas that I don't even think Ricky's ever dreamed of. <laughs> Ricky Stewart, of course, is the coach of Canberra for all those that don't follow rugby league. That's right. His opposition. Now they have a feud going. Is that correct, Chris? So there's a feud. Doesn't there's... Ricky have a feud with everybody? <laughs> when you're the angry aunt, aka Carla Smith, and aka the game's former greatest thinker, you have to. Um, what gets you out of the bed in the morning? If you're, everything's good with the world and yeah. it's all sunshine, rainbow, and skittles, yeah, you're no good. You, you're no good. So no. you've got to manufacture yeah. uh, discontent and malcontent. Job description. That's right. Angry it's, aunt. It's, right. it's part of it. Yeah, and he's fired up. <laughs> very fired up. And people <laughs> are smart enough to not engage with Ricky. <laughs> I tried it once, Chris. And he brushed it. Don't recommend it. <laughs> and so he's looking for ammunition anywhere. And right. so people noticed at the presentation of the two teams before last year's grand final. And here's another bonus. We won't get a Roosters Canberra grand final again. Ah, yes, uh, which we won't. Is, yeah. Which is good news for Ben Cummins, I guess. But yes. um, is that when they the two squads arrived and then the two coaches came to be photographed in, alongside the Summons Proven or the Proven Summons trophy... Ricky wouldn't look at Robbo, right. and there was no, which would now be entirely appropriate in these um, pandemic-related mm. times, there was mm. no shaking of the hands. No. And people go, well, what's all this about? Mm. And so, you know, the pundits and the scribes have looked over the footage, and they found yeah. an initial incident in 2017. Is that right? Where the Roosters were playing the Raiders during Origin, and Ricky said, I don't want to hear the excuse that our rep players were out because of Origin, right? Okay, okay. So, so this is the deal. When, when State of Origin was in the middle of the year, yes. you lose a whole chunk of time because you've got... If you like, I, I remember when the Dragons were losing, we still had six players out and we were decimated. But Ricky had one, one rep player. Yes. The Roosters had, what, five? Five. Right. So they both had their rep players out, right? Yeah, that's, that's right. That's the argument, right? And that was Ricky's argument. Yeah, yeah. So I don't want to hear it as an excuse. <laughs> no. And he said... Because at the end of the day, when you win grand finals, you've got a rep players. So in other words, we were saying, basically, my team can't win the grand final. Basically, your team's better than my team. That's right. <laughs> and so, of course, when the Roosters, I think, went down, yeah. Robbo pointed out they were without their rep players. Uh, or maybe they even won yeah, yeah, without yeah. their rep players. Anyway, but that was not enough. No, it's a little bit of gamesmanship there. Yeah. Yeah. What triggered it was in the lead-up to what became last year's grand final, yeah. was that Robbo, who's a thinker, an analyst, and a commentator on the game at the same time as being a coach and a motivator, mm-hmm. said... I think that Canberra's a little predictable. I find their football conservative. Now, that is a red Chris, rag to Ricky let's, Stewart. let's just look at Canberra itself, right? Canberra came about because we needed a capital. Sydney and Melbourne were fighting. Let's get a, a mutual spot. They should, really should have chosen Wagga. 
You know, not Wagga, sorry, sorry, the border town. What's the border town? Albury-Wodonga. Albury-Wodonga. Both of them. You get your half, we get our half, we meet in the middle, right? So you, you would have taken those two townships and merged them? Merged them and yeah. put Parliament House right on the border. And called it Canberra. Called it Canberra. Anyway, what happened was they started a new town. Now, I was there last weekend. I stayed at the hotel, which used to house the public servants that were brought down and up from Sydney and Melbourne. Uh, beautiful building, the Mercura. My understanding, you were in the Kemlani room, is that right? That's exactly <laughs> Where right. Where the loans affair went down in the early 70s <laughs> there with was Rex a, Connor. There was an open safe, nothing in it. Um, buckets. <laughs> a big IOU. The IOU, yeah. <laughs> So, um, you know, I understand that Canberra was built to plan and uh, it was a concocted city and because it houses the public service, head dogs and institutions and, of course, you know, Bureaucrats. You know control merchants, basically. Yeah. You know, we understand that Canberra is a safe place and that's why underneath it all there's this rancid, corrupt culture. So this is at the heart of the feud, Stephen, yeah. because as, as you rightly point out, the two warring factions, yeah. i.e. Sydney and Melbourne, said, well, we've got to meet in the middle and we're going to actually dump on anyone who's en- ended up there because it's the most appalling climate imaginable on earth. It's yeah. worse than Wigan. It's worse than Hull. It's worse than Bradford, right? Which is why, Ricky, you know, everybody says, I want to go to the Gold Coast or Bondi. I don't want to go to Canberra. 100%. <laughs> right. So you know, it, was, it was the combination of two evils and it is the absolute construct of control. Now, you have a tangential involvement in the Vivid Festival. <laughs> and, you know, back when the, the Vivid Festival was interesting, year one when Brian Eno curated, uh, curated it, he gave a speech about we're all on the surrender control paradigm, right? Is that right? right? Canberra, yeah. Ricky Stewart, yeah. predictable conservative control. Yes. Robbo, open, expansive. French influence. Surrender. Surrender. <laughs> and let me tell you, there was no greater moment of Robbo surrendering than when Josh Mansour laid down at the end of the game yeah. at Little Mount Everest last weekend yeah. as Penrith won by one point. Yeah. He was seen to mouth in the coach's box, yes. get up, yeah. you soft prick. Now, um, this, this, you know, they're too, I mean, people say chalk and cheese. Why chalk and cheese? There are plenty of things that are more further apart than chalk. I mean, I wouldn't eat chalk, but other people have eaten chalk. Right, chalk and cheese sandwich, not good. Not good, right. but, but it's not the most, it's not, the, not the most. But I'd say Cheese Ricky, and Vegemite, it works. Yeah, Ricky and Robbo are further apart than those two points. Well, what, well, let, let's just say one of them doesn't speak multiple languages. <laughs> <laughs> but Robbo knows how to give a great speech, right? We all know that. And we all know that we're all we're all hanging for the for the latest speech, the grand final edition speech, right? Well, or the he, final series speech. Yes, because we've been going in some length about uh, the night before they scaled the heights of Mount Kilimanjaro, the incredible tomorrow's game day speech given by Robbo. Yeah, yeah. He made the error of giving that speech before the South game a couple of weeks ago, and it yeah. didn't work. So now we've uh, got to come up with a new one. It, and, it, and seriously, Australia's poet laureates and yeah. so forth have been yeah. called in on this. Hey, where's the coach whisper? all this this year it's the border closure Stephen where is he he's up in Queensland really that's right so he's with Melbourne well, well potentially and gee they're going good they are going, they are going good, good. No. so he's been very quiet at the moment well he, you know he's, he's very much tactile face to face one on one stuff right so very very difficult to provide that for Robbo and this mm. is probably the big delta that the Roosters are facing yeah. is that they look less secure this year tough side of the draw dot dot mm-hmm. dot why no coach whisperer no coach whisperer you haven't seen Bradley in the box Hmm. That's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. Uh, he'll probably come good last week, grand final week. Well, he'll suddenly stand up and say, oh, I've been whispering. Not, not the way Palaszczuk's in, going with the... In bellyache's ear. With the community transition clock. Does bellyache need a whisperer? <laughs> well, I tell you what, he need, he, he, he'd learn yeah. if he learned how to yell by whispering because oh, yeah. it, the, the, the reason they turn over assistant coaches so frequently at the Storms yeah. is their earring shots, Stephen, because yeah, Belgac yeah. just loses he, it. He yells, yeah. Okay, so what if Robbo... Like, okay, we, we, we know that uh, 
Melbourne Storm, you know, are dirty rotten cheats, right? And they, they claim they're not, you know, but of course that's what the devil always says, you know, look at me, I'm good. Um, what's the most recent scandal? They've just been stopping with cramps. And and let's face it, who stops a game of footy? We don't stop it in the in the rain, if there's lightning, if there's hail. Why stop it for a cramp? And they're using this play, aren't they, Chris? And, and I'm suggesting to you, and they were fine for it, and I'm suggesting to you that Robbo, if he's close to losing a game, he could pull a f- little, a little cramp and then run down the sideline and then not enter the field and do deliver a little speech just to the boys. It's a really interesting point. Is We've got to learn from our peers. And if Robbo took anything out of the Parramatta uh, Storms game last week when Vunavalo went down with cramp, yeah. and this all came off the back of some serious on-field injuries that occurred a couple of years ago in a Cowboys game. Yeah. So they said, from now on, the trainer has the right to alert the referee to a serious injury to stop the game for player safety. Yes. Okay, so you understand that? Yeah, I got it, yeah. Like someone's like, uh, I think it was Nene McDonald busted his leg. Yeah, right. right? Not safe. Not safe. Okay, so yeah, there's... So- somebody runs over his broken leg, it's not going to work. It's not well. good, right? No, no. <laughs> well, it might be good if I put it back in place, but I don't think it's neck generally in, good. Neck injuries, we get it. 100%, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, So the Storms take that rule, mm. they put the boffins on it, they yeah. run it through the, the computer, they get the old... Get the matrix data, out. They get yeah. the data cards, yeah. feed them into the computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out spits the answer... <laughs> Run towards a player who happens to be on the field. Yeah. Alert the referee, irrespective of what his condition what his is. is. So it turns out Vunavalu's got a cramp, ten grand. Oh, poor dear. And and Benny Elias, by the way, blew up deluxe. So it's mm. been a hundred thousand dollars starting bid, right? Has Benny got a new business? He's been in the in the news a lot recently. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get, we'll get there. <laughs> so Robbo can see. Okay, I might object to that morally, but yeah. there's an edge there. Yeah. And look, last card in the pack. No one's done a three-peat in living memory. Dot dot dot. In fact, I don't think any team's ever won more than three in a row, have they? Hey! And, and, <laughs> so he'll come down with a little megaphone mm-hmm. and sort of a, a, a rooster player on cue. Yes. Could be Sonny Bill. Yes. Drops to the ground. Yeah. And he'll Takes real the time. Take, it delivers the speech. It delivers the speech. And if he delivers the speech yeah. that the Roosters pl- players are praying and hoping yeah, for, yeah, yeah. they'll only get beaten by 15. I'm guessing this harks back to Monty Python's the, the most sort of dangerous joke in the world, the yes. joke that kills, and they used it on the Nazi party. Uh, it's so funny that you die laughing, correct? <laughs> you know, why does my dog... How does, how does my dog smell? No, my dog has no nose. Whatever the joke is. <laughs> so you're laughing. <laughs> or you're laughing at me. So. The, the, the brilliance of the Python was, of course, that it replaced the previous joke, which was the peace accord that Neville Chamberlain struck with Adolf Hitler. Uh, look, this could be, because everybody says in this pandemic-ridden year, whoever wins this competition, 18 rounds in a row, no rep breaks, mm. etc. You know, injuries, six again, all that stuff. Whoever wins is a worthy champion. And if Robbo can deliver a speech yeah. that actually causes yeah. the Raiders to spontaneously combust, yes. that's quite an achievement. Yeah, look, 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 obviously it's brave because it's daring, right? It's also smart. So we're looking for brave and smart. That's going to win the comp, right? Not brave and dumb, not just dumb. Brave and smart. Well, here's Brad Arthur's problem as far as Parramatta's concerned going up against the Accursed Rabbits on Saturday. Yeah. The Accursed he, Rabbits? He's got, he's got <laughs> a new talented player called Dylan Brown. Yeah. He's described his own team as brave but dumb yeah. because Dylan Brown said during the week, probably the best thing you can do in team sport from my point of view is win the Rugby Union World Cup. I mean, dumb's not is the Is he taking a hit to the head? I mean, <laughs> I mean how dumb is that? Union, is Rugby Union still a thing? Uh... I think it's a Netflix documentary, is it? which by definition makes it a thing, but it's certainly not a viable sport anymore. Okay. Can you, uh, I mean, rugby league players can function on virtually one or two brain cells, correct? That's how brave they are. So um, Hudson Young, eye gouge? 
Well, again, what do you say about that? So Hudson Young accused uh, of eye gouging. I always go, is it a Boon Ford or a Boom Ford? I never quite know, but but he's an emerging player for the Mm. Canberra Raiders. He'll be on display tonight. Now he's had, I think, ten round, ten games into his career, he'd been yeah. suspended twice for eye gouging. So, right. yes. so he's given, he's an, you know, so really gone digging in, hmm. right? And so he's given an interview because you know when we have semi-finals, we've only got two games to talk about. We haven't got eight. No, no. So we're desperate for stories. Tonight the SCG, right? So, so some journo's gone. God, I'll talk to Hudson about the eye gouge, and he said. It's possible before I made first grade, I subconsciously eye gouged people. Right, subconsciously. But now I'm working with a sports psychologist. It's like sort of zombie business, isn't it? Yeah, it's sort of it's my DNA. I can't it's, help it. It's at a primal level. Yeah, yeah. it's beyond yeah. me. It's programming. Is that is that why uh, you know let's, you know the lovely police when they got Curtis Scott, they thought he might have been an eye gouger subconsciously. <laughs> if they right. go too close, he might l- l- leap out and rip their eyes out. Primal therapy. Primal therapy. Okay. And and so he says he now works with a sports psychologist. Yeah. So he can work out whether he's operating in a redhead state yes. or a bluehead state. Right. We're making the assumption that red is the dangerous go for action, blue is control. Oh, really? I, I was thinking whether he's a Republican I mean, or a Democrat. Could be, yeah, mm. yeah. It uh, differs with our, with our policies. We'll be back in a moment, Fire, in just after this. Years, the most pig-headed and the most ungrateful person I've ever known in football. It's as simple as that. The time is right, your perfume fills my head The stars get red and oh, the night's so blue And then I go and spoil it all By saying something stupid like I love Time is right, your perfume fills my head The stars get red and oh, the night's so blue And then I go and spoil it all By saying something stupid like I love you No, I'll tell you, you work nightclubs, you can't help but drink You work nightclubs, a friend comes over Hey, Rodney, have a drink, Rodney, a drink, a drink Before you know, an hour later, it's stupid time, you know? Stupid time, you know. It's stupid time, you know. Rodney Dangerfield, he understands rugby league. If anybody does, stupid time. Uh, this is Fire Up. Chris Gale, myself, Stephen Ferris. It's the second week of the finals in rugby league, and yes, only two games this weekend. Hey, look, some great news, Chris. Sam Burge has been under a bit of pressure recently. Just a touch. There's a few accusations flying. There's a couple of allegations he's, in the ether, Stephen. He's calling it orchestrated propaganda. Even Goebbels will be proud. Yeah, I mean, that it's, good. It's uh, it's nasty. It's 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 not good, Stephen. Not good. Um, and uh, I, as I keep saying, we wish all the protagonists the best in the hope that the, the, the a resolution truth, is found. A resolution <laughs> is found. Okay, now for everybody involved. But Souths, of course, were playing on Saturday night against Parramatta Eels, Brad Arthur's brave but dumb team. Uh, Sam has been confirmed will coach future teenage stars in twenty twenty one. Now that's that's got to be good for his psyche. Well, I tell you what, that's a brave decision and Very an brave decision by the Rabbits South, in the current environment. The Rabbitohs How declared, smart it is is uh, another question. That's what we'll, time will testify. Uh, <laughs> the Rabbitohs have declared Sam Burns will coach the club's SG ball team in 2021 despite facing drug and domestic violence allegations, right? Now, he's claiming untrue, of course, you sure. know, and therefore uh, mm, there are no charges. You know, he's got to be just, you know, the whole thing will be processed, family dispute, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, let's not go into all the other issues. But South City confirmed will play a key role in coaching their future teens 
stars in 2021, um, a day after a lawyer for Burgess slammed explosive claims in the Australian that last week has orchestrated propaganda retaliation. Well, that is a very, very brave decision. Yep. And we wish them well. We, we sure do. <laughs> we sure and we do. don't often wish Souths well. Yeah. And, no. I mean, we've, we've identified a couple of positives so far. No Storms Roosters grand final. No Roosters Raiders grand final. That's pretty good. We haven't been able to dismiss the fact that the Rabbits will get there, Stephen. No, Feel Good Friday says we want Penrith to get in. Is that right? That's what the whole country's wishing for. Well, you know, like, I, I, I'm certainly... Well, am I wrong here? Yeah, you're wrong, because okay. I'm, I wish Penrith a lot of ill because Dude. of the... Oh, yes, you hate the Clearies. The, the, the havoc that the Clearies <laughs> have wreaked on my proud West Tigers franchise, so... But what does that say about your franchise and how they let it all happen? We're... we're <laughs> Dysfunctional, brave, brave but, but stupid dumb. and dumb. <laughs> but uh, I got a little bit of a soft spot for the Parramatta Eels, yeah. Stephen. I have a couple of long-suffering Eels fans, uh, Mary Kay, my mate Pete oh, Collar, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Richie Harkham, these yeah. sorts of people. I mean, they're brave but dumb people that have been supporting the Eels for some 35 years since their last success. So I, I understand. There's a bit of sentiment there. Oh, the glue that's holding them together is coming unstuck. <laughs> I don't know. Don't you feel that? The wheels are coming off the... Ro- what, what other cliches can I come up with, Chris? Well, well funnily enough, I, if, if we want to talk technical football, Stephen, and we rarely do on this show, <laughs> I would argue that the Parramatta pack does not hunt as a pack and that they're not cohesive and they have become unstuck. Right. And you've got Reed Marnie over here and Junior Polo up here and Regan Campbell downhill and Nathan Brown going cranky yeah. on the angry pills. Yeah. And it's not... I can't get a definition of the Parramatta Ford pack, no, Stephen. No. And how can Mitchell Moses... How can Gutherson do his work? Perform off the back. You can't yeah. be the king no. if your Ford pack isn't no, doing no. what, Stephen? Going forward. What's Jared Hayne doing? Is he, is he, is he available? Awaiting trial. Awaiting trial. <laughs> uh, Mako Siva, the big Fijian with the hard Gone. head. Gone. Gone. MCL. Okay. Fergo, the Fergosaurus. Right. In doubt. In doubt. I, it, it, I, they talk- looked wobbly, didn't they, the other night after Melbourne just crashed them? Look, South are immoral, Stephen. <laughs> They're immoral. And, and that makes me hopeful that they might <laughs> Where win. Where does that phrase come from, Chris? Now, it's only rugby league they use that. That's a, mo- a dead set moral, meaning it's certainty. I don't understand that. Because there is, and I think this whole show exists, because there is no clearer (laughs) philosophical grounding about how one should live their life and how life is actually unfolding and transpiring in front of you than rugby league. Sure, but to use the word that's immoral, it's bad grammar, surely. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) that is rugby league, because if if there is one abiding principle about rugby league that go, if we play good... Mm. We'll go good. We'll go good. That's not great English, no. but that's a way to live your life, Stephen. True. Yeah, grammar out the window. I might have always said to you when you DJed, if only you played good, yeah. then it would have been good. It would have been good. I'll try my best. Okay. <laughs> oh, you're uh, out there tonight, aren't you? I'm out there tonight, yeah, playing some tunes. Uh, I'll be there as well. Okay. And, uh, Is there a request, a serious request, Chris? I'm not mucking around here. Don't, don't, don't tell me to play you know, Robert Fripp. <laughs> <laughs> ain't going to happen. Let the Power Fall by Robert Fripp. That'd be tremendous. <laughs> tremendous, though. Yeah. Uh, oh, gee, Steve. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know I'm a bit of a Yes fan. I mean, owner of a lonely heart for Cooper Cronk. For you, Chris? You know you know that's why Cooper Cronk came. I can't. Cooper Cronk's not playing tonight. No, but he's a former rooster. <laughs> yeah. And you know why he came, uh, you know, matters of the heart, yeah. you know, to, up to be with Tara, he's now his wife, is yeah. that he used to sit in alone in his apartment in Melbourne on his computer with his website, cooperkronk.com, yeah. and he realised that he was an owner of a lonely heart. Yes, he was, wasn't he? Now, I know we shouldn't go back to the Roosters game, but uh, Kyle Flanagan was told to play like Cooper Cronk, meaning look like you've got a bung shoulder and do nothing, right? <laughs> Again, I don't want to get analytical here, Stephen, <laughs> but in the first half last week, yeah. where my friend JR was saying all sorts of nasty things about the referee, yeah. uh, to me, 
young Freddie Lussick looked a little overwhelmed. So great club man, Mitch Orbison, assumed the dummy half responsibilities in the second half. Yeah. And Luke Keery was told, mate, it's your team, step up. And Flanagan, good tackler, great goal yeah. kicker. Yeah. But let's face it, limited playmaker right now. Mm-hmm. I, he is under instructions from Robbo. Cooper Cronk grand mm. final and he goes 2019 coach he goes no 2018 when he had a busted scapula yeah, yeah. 10 centimetre crack in the it. game yeah won do, the game do nothing yeah. and you'll hang, the, hang it like a like a you know <laughs> exactly right an ape you know the arm dragging on the ground <laughs> knuckle dragger just the, 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 yeah. the separation between the shoulder and the arm yeah. okay let's get back to tomorrow night's going Parramatta at Bank West is that their, their hunting ground they do well there they have given up revenue mm. which they would have been able to uh, um, secure at ANZ with a larger crowd number in order to maintain home ground, home ground advantage, advantage right, against the South. Rabbits. Now, I guess we're all picking South, and uh, Sam Burris beside um, Wayne Bennett, of course. He's the, he's, the, he's the player's keeper. He's a carer. He's, he's, he looks after his men. Uh, he's like the general that, that doesn't go into war, but certainly says, go out there and do, do, do good, son. Um, they're crediting him with Cody Walker's turnaround this year, Chris. Because t- Cody Walker was seen in footage defending a mate doing some kickboxing, uh, you know, Jackie Chan style. Yeah, uh, 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 we're up the coast somewhere. Casino Way, Tamworth, something like somewhere that. Somewhere there, yeah. Uh, before the season. And, like, you know that I'm a huge fan of sports journalism, rugby league journalism in particular, Stephen. And there's yeah. no finer exponent than Paul Crawley from the Daily Telegraph. And he wrote a beautiful piece yesterday about how Wayne, yeah. against all the agreed rules and operating procedures of the NRL, did not report the offence yep. to the integrity unit but because he, he had Cody's back. Is he, his, first, his first duty is to his players. His players care and then thus they play well, thus they win competitions. Right? So that that level of support yeah. has led people to liken yeah. Cody's run right now to Jared yeah. Hayne yeah. in 2009. Plays all sorts of psychology games with the, with, the, with the media. He is the sort of the, the, the dam wall, isn't he, against uh, all, the, all the rushing war. Crawls quite rightly pointed out mm. that Bennett is, you know, the opponent of political correctness, like actually understanding that we live in a society. He, he lionised him for the Grappa incident. Right. You know, he said, sure. Well, public- he broke COVID rules to eat at the Italian restaurant Leichhardt. Sure, public health is risk and people could die. But who wants to be a dobber? No. Yeah, right. Australian values, Chris. And so what it says to me, th- th- there was a lot made in the unfortunate uh, wake of the Burgess affair where former CEO Shane Richardson said, let's not forget about the organisation South Cares, yes. South Care, yeah, and all the great work they yeah. do in the community. Yeah. The great work being done in the community right now in rugby league centres around one man, and the organisation is known mm. as? Well, Chris, who cares about South Cares? Yeah. I don't know much about that, but Bennett cares. Bennett cares. Bennett cares for his men, right? Bennett cares. Now, if a, if a player's in trouble, if it's three o'clock and he's, you know, he's found in a park or he's, you know, done, done, done a dash in a car he shouldn't have under, you know, Bennett will be there. He's got a little white van. You might have seen it. I think it's a Daihatsu, isn't it? Daihatsu around the street. And, and it's painted. Yeah, Bennett cares. <laughs> with, with Wayne, a picture yeah. of Wayne. It's got a flashing light on the top. It's not a red one because it's not official blue. It's, a, it's an orange one. <laughs> Right, like like the Mission Mission Australia, you know. So all the all the South players have an app on their phone. Yeah, they simply press it. Are there pictures of the South players on on the on the? I think there is, isn't there? Through the ages, Through the it, ages. no. It's in fact, it's got because Wayne is seeing a broader yeah, palette here. Yeah, yeah. You'll see pictures of uh, former people who's assisted like Darius Boyd. Yep. Because Bennett cares. Yep. And you just basically hit the app. And the, the van will turn up at any time, Chris, Steve. I've had some enormous problems with my uh, equipment, my DJ computer, hard drive equipment. Remember there used to be, a, I think it was called Geeks to You? Yes, Geeks to You. 
God, I wish that existed now because we all need help sometime. I mean, Jim is mowing. Remember Jim and his moustache? That's right. Well, what a dialer hubby. All these incredible organisations, Stephen, yeah. that have all gone the way of the dinosaur as far as we're saying for the purposes of this discussion. Right. Bennett Cares will fill in. Yeah. Did you catch Albo, South fan, last night in his budget response yeah. speech? Childcare. Huge announcement about childcare. Mm-hmm. And he's put his hand up and he said, we won't be able to deliver it. We haven't got the ability or the skill. Hang on a second. Isn't Albo Al- is a South fan? He is. Oh, my God. Yeah. Do you think he's going to back Bennett Cares? It's in the detail in the response papers. Right. We will outsource the childcare issue in this great nation of ours going forward to the emerging organisation, right. Bennett Cares. We're back in a minute. Fire it up! Ready to go! Fire it up! Ready to go! Fire it up! Ready to go! Let's go change the world. Thank you, everybody. All right, who, who wants ice cream? Come get it. Chris, I'm going to take a shot in the dark here. Somehow, it would be it would make sense if they just dispensed with all the cost cutting and the NRL went straight for ACDC. First single in about four years, four or five years now, I think. The band is back. When Volandis was talking about the AFL Grand Final and was trying to get ACDC fans to enjoy ABBA, they'll eventually come back to the rhythm. Yeah. Was he hinting... Now they come, the new yeah, album, Power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, are, are we daring to dream that on the 25th of October 2020 at ANZ Stadium in front of a half-full venue, yes. we will get ACDC? Well, that would be delight, wouldn't it? Because, uh, they've, you know, against all odds, right, Brian Johnson was deaf. One of them is under police uh, guard, I think, in New yeah, Zealand. Phil Rudd. <laughs> um, Cliffy Williams had hung him up. Yeah. Now, the drummer, that was the one that smokes all the time, right? Phil Rudd. Yeah. And, uh, of course, they found a nephew who has been playing on and off with Malcolm's years. nephew, yep. And, I mean, Angus can't be stopped. He's an unstoppable force. He is the driving light which takes us out of the darkness and into a better place, which is rugby league. And, Chris, I want you to talk about uh, other ideas for grand final. Well, I mean, I've got no ideas, Stephen, let's be honest. But, um, fortunately, <laughs> Jeff Toovey and Ben Elias have stepped up to the plate on NRL 360 this week, Stephen. And some of the ideas are incredible. Yep. Toovey, for example, says we should start the grand final day at dawn, right? At dawn. At dawn. Get yeah. the kiddies grand final so that they're involved. Right. A breakfast for forgotten heroes which would be hard to recruit for because if you've forgotten who they are, mm-hmm. how would you get them there? And it, when he was pressed on this, he said, well, I can think of two forgotten heroes, Phil Sigsworth yeah. and Benny Elias, strangely. Okay. One of his great ideas was a... And chi- what time is this? We're talking about 8 o'clock in the morning Yeah, now. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe 9. Yeah. And then a cheerleaders dance-off. And he was very... wanted to point out that he was not being gender-specific. No, no. And in Tuvi's world, that's the only mm. music you'll hear all day. So... Yeah. Bad news for you yep. in Tuvi's uh, view of the grand final. So we're talking about the, uh, the gender fluid crew as well. Absolutely. So we could get the best of what's happening uh, uh, you know, from the Erskineville Newtown crowd as well yep. if they're involved. A- and this would be a dance-off. That, that, that'd be nine o'clock entertainment galore. <laughs> Benny Elias has got a different take on it, Stephen. Oh, yeah. Uh, that The clubs that have been eliminated form a meet and greet at the gate 
So what hands up across like a, like a, you you got to walk through them. They got to stand there all day, do they? Well, I think you know. I, I'm not sure how the uh, contact uh, so social distancing works and all this, but basically Andrew Fafita's there saying welcome, great to see you. Yeah. Kalen Ponga goes, yes, I've, here I've got a shoulder operation, yeah, yeah. but I still want you to enjoy the day. Don't touch it too hard. His he's reduced the music idea to a local yeah. content. Yeah. Jess Malboy sings, and here's a terrific suggestion. Come on. Simply the best. Simply the best. What, wow. What about We Don't Need Another Hero? What about Shot in the Dark? Shot in the Dark. Yeah, uh, Jess now, Malboy. Now, <laughs> in order to avoid beer lines, because yeah. let's face it, that's my greatest frustration come grand final time, that I miss any of the action. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, they know, limit your number anyway. Like the NRLW grand final, the mm. State Cup, all that stuff if I'm stuck in a beer queue. Yeah, watching your, watching your TV screen over your shoulder. Drones. Drones. So the drones deliver the beer to your seat. Now it was pointed pretty out. Pretty accurate, are they? It was, <laughs> and it was pointed out during the coverage that Benny. Uh, it was put to Benny. Don't you actually own shares in a drone company? So he, and he, he does. He does. So he knows that the geospatial technology can isolate seat number G eleven one hundred fourteen row H. Correct. Hundred percent. And, and like, like, what's what's the name of the Rosie the robot? Uh, does it speak? <laughs> Two beers for you, Mr. Ferris. Yes, Mr. Ferris. Yes, so I, I, no, I love your work. I make his mark in co please. I'll be back in a moment. Love your work. Can you play some in excess for <laughs> and God's they sake? Smile at the end, tell a joke. You know, um, had, my dog has no nose. You know. And and and, and here's two birds with one. <laughs> here's two birds. With <laughs> I get no respect. No respect. No respect. Stupid time. By the way, we did. If you get the stupid time, you're out the door. By the way. By the way, I don't do impressions, but we did get a great text. I think you. Said, oh, for, yeah. was, Noel, was it about um, uh, Frank Hyde as a great commentator? Yeah, Noel says, hey, boys, what about Frank Hyde, a true doyen of the game? Well, we, we you're right. We should have a memory for it's, that, Chris. It's high enough. It's long enough. It's, it's straight between, between the, the posts. posts yeah. I'm going to send you back to the studio, but before yeah. I do, I want to sing, <laughs> Danny boy. Yeah. Nancy and Frank. Yeah, that's something stupid. Uh, and then Geeks to You does exist, apparently. I, I knew that. I didn't know that. So in Two Birds with One Stone, Benny says the armed forces, yeah. and I'm assuming the Australian armed forces, yeah. we haven't been occupied by Indonesia or something. Something like that. No. Sing Aussie classics. <laughs> right. All now, of them come together. So can you, can you the imagine? The Navy, the Air Force. The Marines. The Do we have the Marines? Marines? Can you imagine them singing horses? <laughs> That's a big, big call, Chris. You're the voice. And there'd be some yeah. bagpipe. Pressure down. Divisions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an anthology of the best of Johnny but, Farnham. But can't you see they're doing shot in the dark, Chris? <laughs> yes. Can't you? Well, I think I'd take that over all this. Yeah. But here's, the, here's, here's where you come involved, Stephen. Okay. That at the end of the game... Yeah. The field mm. becomes a nightclub. Yeah, yeah. You might have noticed, though, Chris, that given my instincts, I've been pushing for that for the grand final. At the end, once all the, the palavras, the speeches are done, the champagne over, you know, Robbo gets the ice, well, not this year, the ice over his shoulders. You oh, you've ruled it out. How are you yeah. ru- he's lying gone. under the he's roosters? Gone. He's gone. He's gone. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. more speeches. Spe- he's, he's, he's dry. He's done Shakespeare. He's done the Bible. He's done the great classic Greeks. What, you know, Churchill? Goff, he's done them all. By the way, yeah. I mean, I, I'm a huge opponent of the Americanisation of Australian sports, Stephen. And oh. I mean, the tipping of the Gatorade over the coach, yeah. that's an American thing. I don't Is like it. it. Would you say, because I don't think... I, the think Ameri- I, I think what should happen, the victorious coach yeah. should be pantsed I mean, I know that La- Larry Levan and Frankie Knuckles are no, no longer with us, but could you see them at the end of the NFL final? David Mancuso? Yeah, could you see that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, John Morales? Okay, so you're imagining the Black Hawk arrives. <laughs> And underneath the grape, the biggest miracle in the Southern Hemisphere. It's never the biggest miracle in the world. It's always the Southern Hemisphere. Well, we've got budget limitations. <laughs> COVID. And they drop the miracle. The lights go boom, right? Lights out the stadium. And everyone runs on the field uh, because we're part of the dirty, as a official dirty arena. Yep. The players have gone into the clean, into the clean area. Yep. Uh, and then, of course, the Brazilian drummers come and all the rest of it. And then Mardi Gras starts up, the floats. Brilliant. And they lead you out the gate, or the vomitorium, as they call them, out the voms, and all the way into what it was known as I suppose the Easter show area, 
And then there are makeshift Kings Cross, Fortitude Valleys, you wow. know, all those, all those high life situations where you North can, Bridge in Perth? North Bridge in Perth. In the Homebush Precinct. In the Homebush Precinct. You can dance your night away. Now, that's, that's an experience. Yeah. And, 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 and what would be the soundtrack? And you had to buy a ticket to the game to go to that as well. You can't just go straight to the after party. Can, can you imagine, though, at about 2 o'clock in the morning, up in yeah. Grand Final, go, how much Swedish Health Mafia can I take? Yeah, and then special guest jo- uh, John Paul Young. Lovers in the air, finish the whole thing. Does it get any better? Even Norman Cook reckons it's the best song in the world for a DJ. Well, no, in fact, I think it would get better if you got the entire Australian Armed Forces singing oh. Love in the Air with John Paul Young. And then Shot in the Dark. There you go. <laughs> Disco style. That's right. <laughs> okay. Well, 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 I think we've got it all wrapped up. Hey, listen, uh, some of the greatest names in rugby league, because we often forget this over the haircuts. The haircuts kick out. Yes. Is he in trouble? He's gone. He's gone. Uh, <laughs> uh, put uh, Jarrah Hargraves into a dangerous position, yeah. Stephen. What, are they, what, is, what do they call him? And his mum and dad hate it. The something mop. The flying mop. The flying mop. Yeah, it's very visible wherever you... Because he's about six foot four, six maybe, I, I'm, blonde. I, I'm putting it out there. Mm. I think he's, that's actually dyed. <laughs> really? Yeah, I think. A, yeah. I don't know, yeah. but I think he might if have dyed it. If you had to describe haircuts this year, it's shaved up the side and back. Yes, and died on top. Yeah, yeah. Or not. Yeah, a, a dyed mullet. Dyed on. Okay. Now, Bradman Best is one of the best names we've ever heard. We know that. And I always thought Cooper Cronk was made up, but apparently it's real. <laughs> well, the name is real. Yeah. He's a replicant, right. but what, the name is real. You like Smith Summer. I think uh, Redfern Pat actually is a fan of that particular name. I like the new uh, representative for the Parramatta Eels who's in the extended squad this weekend, Stephen. His yeah. name mm. is Hayes Dunster. Is that Jack, Jack Reach's cousin? <laughs> Hayes Dunster. We need to get Hayes Dunster on the Hayes job. Hayes Dunster has entered the field. Uh, now, there is a little incident. Uh, now, apparently, Billy Slater is the... Well, when, you know, they talk about the notch the notch in the belt, you know, there's been a lawyer looking after Kikau, is that right? Kikau was represented, mm-hmm. Stephen... Uh, by a young man. By the same lawyer that got Billy Slater off the shoulder charge in 2018. Very successful. What then. a tremendous achievement. Nick, a, Nick Gabar, his name is. Nick Gabar. So he got Billy Slater off many, many years ago. Yeah. So when... Kikau yeah. was uh, charged with a dangerous position tackle, facing yeah. a week on the sidelines. Nick Gabar took the matter and everybody said, oh, well, he's going to get off because he's got Nick Gabar on the case. Just like that? Is that what they say about you? No. You don't step into court, do you? I'm not a lawyer. No. So, one out of what? Well, I think we got an expert on this, haven't we? Okay. So, uh, fun facts. We're going to a new uh, feel good Friday. We've got a new, a new segment, right? Terrific. Fun facts with Redfern Pat. Here we go. G'day, Redfern Pat. How you doing? Good, how are you? I know we're pressed for time, but yep. I got the uh, stats on the legal eagle uh, Nick Gabar in front of me. Shoot, Pat. I got him at two from 13. <laughs> two from 13, okay. What, what are some of the names that went down under the Gabar watch? Max King went down a couple of weeks ago. He was the one who did the uh, hip yeah. toss against oh, your mom. The hip drop. And uh, Hudson Young. Yeah. Oh, the guy who... The subconscious gouger. Maybe he didn't even gouge at all. He just, <laughs> he just had a bung lawyer. Could I get... You know, I, we apologise to the Garber uh, company, but surely there's extenuating circumstances in every case, Chris. Well, yeah, that they actually did it. Well, there was... <laughs> that's, that's, that's the main problem. <laughs> the evidence. <laughs> right. Couldn't even get uh, Jermaine McGilvery off of a biting chart against Robbie Farrow. Wow. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear, oh dear. Fun I, facts with Redford Pat will be back next week would, as well. Would I, I would have argued anyone who was charged with biting Robbie Farrow, they would have run the public interest argument, wouldn't Yes, they would have. <laughs> You've got to be clever, don't you, Chris? Uh, thanks very much. So two games this weekend. We'll be back next week uh, with Fire Up here on FBI. So tune in again next week when we invite a veritable breadline of nobodies and wannabes to flesh out another rip-snorting round of rugby league shenanigans, slander and smut 
right here at the home of radio's most fatuous footy confab. Fire!